0: Okay, then. The yearbook sportscast. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, welcome back. What did you do? Once again, we stayed up all night watching NORAD. Yes, that NORAD's uh, Santa Tracker. It's animated. You can watch animated Santa make stops all over the world. And yes, we really did do that. And it really was all night. That's a true story. Every year, it's all night long five, six, 7 a.m., something like that. A couple of years ago, um, Santa made a stop in a not well-known but beautiful city in California. We took that as a sign it wasn't. The Kansas City Royals did not have a good year. Don't ask. Actually, that's not fair. That's not cool uh, because uh, the whole reason for listening to a podcast is so you don't have to ask. One of the Royals coaches at the time, assistant coaches at the time, just happened to be from this not well-known but beautiful city in California. And since Santa only made five stops in all of California, out of all the cities and towns and villages in California, he made uh, stops in some of the big ones and this one. So we took it as a sign, but it wasn't. The Royals did not have a good season that year. And we're looking for symbolism this time out. I'm Doug, by the way. Thank you very much for joining us, nurses and flight attendants, and you. Um... If we're looking for symbolism this time, we're going to have to study it a little bit. I mean, Santa stopped in Lincoln, Nebraska, one of only two specific stops in Nebraska. But the Cornhuskers football team uh, should be good in 2020 anyway. He stopped in Las Cruces, New Mexico, home of New Mexico State University, Uh, one of only two places Santa stopped in all of New Mexico. So New Mexico State basketball Is already underway. It's too late for that. But could Aggies football have a surprise 2020? That would be a surprise. But both of those examples are a lot less specific than the 2018 one. The NFL regular season is over, which means it's official. Some unlucky teams are now, they were rumored to be, You could uh, conjecture and hot take all you wanted, but now some unlucky teams are officially eligible to appear on HBO's Hard Knocks. If you don't know it, it's a reality series. It's weekly, and uh, through weekly episodes, HBO... Uh, follows a specific NFL team all the way through that team's training camp and that team's preseason games. Players are followed as they try to make the team. Coaches and players are seen in meetings, at home, getting into trouble, staying out of trouble on the sidelines. Unfortunately, and this says more about us than it does about Hard Knocks, unfortunately, Hard Knocks does two things to you. You, the viewer. And these are two difficult situations. First, Hard Knocks is always shot extraordinarily well which after a while after a short while makes you the viewer take the brilliance of NFL films for granted I mean they put cameras everywhere the shots are brilliant and you're after a while after a short while you're just like yeah yeah that's cool although having Christopher Nolan not true but having Christopher Nolan uh, shoot Signed up for Hard Knocks uh, would be a welcome thing. Second, whether you like it or not, it does turn you into a voyeur. And provided the team, this is important, provided the team starring in Hard Knocks is not your arch rival or your worst enemy, then after a while, you do somewhat miss hearing from the players and coaches every week after the show is over. So you see these same players and coaches, you recognize them on the sidelines during the season, but you're not hearing from them. And you get used to hearing from them on everything over the course of the summer leading up to the NFL season. But back to the point. As you would guess, lots of NFL teams are not fans of hard knocks. So to compel teams to comply, the NFL has eligibility requirements. And every year, those requirements yield a small list of teams that apparently cannot say no if HBO asks. Since it's a small list, you would think one of these years, no one would be eligible, but we'll see. So this summer, HBO... Has its choice of, and this is the entire list, has its choice of, oh, the Denver Broncos, the Cardinals, the Lions, and the Steelers. The guidelines are you can't have been on the show, Hard Knocks, in the last 10 years. You can't have been in the playoffs in the last two years, either of them, and you can't have a rookie head coach, which uh, makes sense. Had Andrew Luck not taken to the Colts, uh, had not taken the Colts to the playoffs last year, the Colts would be so eligible right now. Had the Packers not made the playoffs this year, they would have been very eligible. So even though the world first met Packers tight end Robert Tanyan, great name, through hard knocks. Tanyan showed up in an episode last summer against the Raiders in a preseason game. Green Bay will not be greeting America this summer. The Giants, who likely would have interested a lot of people, except for the people who work for the Giants, just fired their coach, so they're going to have a rookie head coach, so they will again avoid hard knocks. Rather, they've never been on it. The Broncos could still fire their coach, Vic Fangio, and thus uh, they would have a rookie head coach this summer, so they could still get off this boat. But if everything stays as is, as it is right now, Our first choice would be the Cardinals. We have doubts about Coach Cliff Kingsbury making it in the NFL, but he's a rock star personality. That there's no doubt. And he's got a lot of plucky, interesting talent on a non-famous franchise. Perfect. The Broncos, with rock star personality uh, Von Miller. He's such a rock star personality. He is. He's a tremendous personality. This says everything about us and nothing about him. But such a personality, we couldn't get his name right. But he is a tremendous personality. They also have great stories. Do the Broncos, uh, Troy Fumagalli and Garrett Bowles, a great story. His story is straight out of the Blind Side. Plus the tortured John Elway. What could go wrong? The Lions, who seemed mostly opposed to being on HBO when they were eligible last season, should be safe again thanks to their amazing penchant for getting on this list at the exact same time as a much more well-known team. Our guess is, like last year's Raiders, HBO cannot sign up the Steelers fast enough, meaning the Lions, Cardinals, and Broncos seem pretty safe, no matter how fascinating uh, they might be. Minor league baseball, we absolutely positively do not want baseball to start eliminating minor league affiliates. Major league baseball supposedly wants to kick 42 teams out of the minors and turn those teams into some kind of hybrid, independent prospect league teams with local players perhaps on those teams. And some of those teams say that that will cause them to not exist. The only thing that we would reserve judgment on right now is if player development has changed. If player development has changed, but the minor league system has not changed with it. If hurling dozens and dozens of players onto five or six minor league farm teams is legitimately a poor way or the poorest way to train future major leaguers, then maybe something should change. But to us, the minors remain vitally important. MLB likes to point out when it comes to de-affiliating 42 minor league teams that a certain major league affiliation doesn't mean much to minor league fans. Unfortunately, that is true to a point. Uh, Putting that major league affiliation out front and naming a team the Reno Rockies, they don't exist, doesn't seem to boost ticket sales or sell many shirts. But having some kind of major league affiliation on the premises does make a difference. When those stadium lights... Come on, in your town. Those guys, those lights are shining down on future Major League Baseball players. They're using our electricity. Those lights are shining down on guys who the Rockies thought enough of to draft or trade for. Your town is the summer home of professional athletes. They're using up all our electricity. And you're seeing and hearing them up close. That lifeline to a faraway big league city, that disappears immediately without Major League affiliations. This, uh, Right, This officially was going to be posted this episode several days ago because it's over the holidays and you definitely need something to listen to. So we were going to post it early, but I mean, we were dreaming. What were we thinking? So we didn't want to post it because who would go out of their way to listen to this? Um, another part of the proposal, yeah, we're still on that, the minor league thing. Another part of the, the MLB proposal for the minor leagues is to shorten the draft, which is currently 50 rounds, 5-0. And MLB officials also come right out and say that players in the bottom half of their draft just don't make the big leagues. So while the NFL continues to revel in the nobody-wanted-to-draft-Tom-Brady story every April... Major League Baseball is now ready to pretty much write off guys like the famously low-drafted Mike Piazza. And while NFL draft nicks revel in talking about busts, not those, every April, Major League Baseball is ready to rely mostly on those same first-round busts. Plus, once again, this just looks bad. Major League Baseball is making more money than it ever has in its history. The Oakland Athletics, don't call them the A's, You know, that team where the players had to pay for their own sodas from a vending machine, a scene which was apparently made up for the movie Moneyball but not made up, was the terrible stadium and the terrible attendance and the terrible financial hurdles that Oakland faces. Yeah, well, those same Oakland athletics are worth $1.1 billion. Every single one of Major League Baseball's franchises is, is worth at least a billion. And yet now, with more money than they've ever seen, Major League Baseball says now the only possible way they can raise paltry minor league salaries for crying out loud some prospects are paying for their own equipment is by getting rid of a bunch of teams and jobs. P.S., months before all of this eliminating minor league franchises stuff became public baseball's 16th most valuable franchise the Blue Jays they somehow had already found a way to raise their minor leaguer salaries and yes the agent from the uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is not real agent from those State Farm commercials the guy playing the agent he absolutely in the reboot and they should reboot it in the reboot of the movie Invincible the Aaron Rodgers agent there should absolutely play Dick Vermeil. hire him right now get it anywhere podcasts are available and we will visit soon